Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Dum's Hit Music Station F104. Louise with you until one o'clock. I'm now joined on the phone by the founder of New, Ashling Byrne. Hello, how are you? Hi. So great to be on with you. Thank you so much for talking to me. So new as in N-U-W. Yes. So explain it to me, what is it? So New is an app to swap pre-loved fashion. So our whole mission is to give new life to the clothes that already exist in your wardrobe. And we're just trying to create a really accessible alternative to buying fast fashion. So it's, I guess, a case where we all want our constantly changing wardrobe. We Mm -hmm. want to keep up with trends. We want to just have a bit of fun with fashion. Um, But obviously, there's a massive cost to the environment and a lot of exploitation within that industry. So we want to create a network where basically you can share the clothes that are in your wardrobe that you're not wearing and you'd like to pass on. And then you can find items that are new to you. I love that. Where where did the whole idea or where did it all start for you? Like, how did you start to build something like this? So it would have been probably seven years ago, um, back in 2013, when I went to India with Suez Educational Development. So that's an Irish NGO. And we were over there for about three months. And I really like how they, I guess, um, how they do the the whole um, program because yeah. within the volunteering, you also get a lot of courses on global issues. And the one thing that really stuck out to me was the kind of, um, just the sheer volume of clothes that you could kind of see being produced in India and you could see so much of the environmental impact and so much of the impact on so many of the workers and at the time I was in college and I guess I loved fast fashion I never really thought of it as fast fashion I would just be running to like Grafton Street on a Friday knowing that I was going on a night out and like I really didn't have that much money and I still don't have that much money now (laughs) but um, (laughs) I guess you always kind of um, want something new and I just never I'd never thought of a piece of clothing as anything other than on the shop floor and yeah. when it was in my wardrobe. And I just totally didn't realize that there was a whole life before it and a whole life after it um, had kind of left my, my possession. And so um, I guess being um, confronted with what was really happening in the industry, I came home and just felt quite angry. Firstly, mm-hmm. just angry that, that this was the way the system worked. Um, a, a bit ashamed that I had never really questioned it that much. And then I guess just very frustrated that if I actually really did want to change my habits, I had to I had to be quite wealthy to be able to do that. And you know, like you can't you can't always afford to jump straight into sustainable products. And yeah. products, you know, they should cost a lot of money, and you should invest in those things. But it's often not that accessible for people to kind of change their habits immediately because fast fashion brands are so accessible. And and going out and shopping with your friends and shopping online, it's both fun and just something that you really can afford. Mm. And so I guess um, for me, it just felt like I actually knew what was happening in the fashion industry. And I really wanted to change something. And I also thought that, you know, I was someone who had a wardrobe full of clothes. And so why why couldn't I start to change things? Um, and, and it just kind of led to, to wanting to build something that would 
allow people to use the clothes that they already have and recirculate them because we already have so much fashion in the world and we just kind of keep it individually which doesn't always make that much sense you know we're, we're buying clothes that we wear once we don't even really get our return on investment from buying that piece and then that piece might just end up in landfill and it just seems so pointless because we're all we're all just buying more but then it's so accessible because we're essentially just sharing resources mm-hmm. which means that actually we're also sharing the cost of these pieces among our community um and so i guess from there it, it just um I, I used to share with friends we used to run some swap shops and i think th- because it became a business was as a, much as a surprise to me as it was to anyone else. Um, but it just it just made sense that it was like, okay, well, this is actually a really good idea for every piece of clothing you share. You offset a minimum of 25% of the resources that would have been used in the production of a new piece. You get a piece that's new to you. You get to meet like-minded people, and you still get all of the joy that you would get um, with, with a brand-new piece of fashion arriving at your door. Um, so... So, yeah, it was just that was kind of when the concept was born. And then I guess building it was a little bit harder. I can imagine. <laughs> I'm thinking but of also, it, but, I, um, I would yeah. be very, very like you when I'd be in college. You wouldn't think about it. You'd go and buy a new T-shirt, jumper, whatever it was. And you wouldn't yeah. think about it from one step to the next. Whereas now I think the discussion around it has gotten bigger. It has grown, I think. Have you found that? Oh, absolutely. Mm. I mean, five years ago, we started running um, swap shops originally in, in the basement of Wigwam. Oh, wow. <laughs> on Abbey Street, yeah. So they would, they would give us a space. So so nice of them. Um, but even at that time, it was, you know, I guess there was like a lot of hang-ups about pre-loved clothing. Sometimes mm. people wouldn't think it's that trendy. Thankfully, now it's a massive trend and unique pieces and upcycled pieces are, are everywhere, which is, is brilliant. But also, I guess at the time, it was just really difficult for people to see the correlation between a piece of clothing and, you know, pollution of water or mm. chemical solution. And, and it's just like, how do those things marry together? And um, I mean, even Stacey Dooley did a really great documentary on um, on the fast fashion industry. And I think that educated a lot of people. And there's also a brilliant documentary on Netflix called The True Cost. Okay. And that tells you all about the kind of... Um, end-to-end life cycle of a piece of clothing and, and everything that really goes with, with that. And, and that was really informative. And so I think over the last five years, like not only have we started realising the effects of climate change and kind of realising that, that the cause of that really is our consumption habits, mm. but also we started to, I guess, understand that um, we can also play a really, really big role in actually changing that. Yes. What maybe has happened a little bit, which has made it a lot more widespread and kind of known, is just that, when you are learning about things and you have solutions, it makes it a lot easier to act. And I think what I found frustrating maybe five years ago was because I was finding out about all this and it felt so daunting that I just didn't even want to start. And and so I think the more that people hear about what's happening, the more they can engage with it because they can engage with it in a more positive way. Yeah. I mean, you know, if we're going to kind of bring about sustainable solutions they need to be accessible but they also need to be like a bit of crack like you need to be having fun because <laughs> yeah, people are going to choose that it's so true so, yeah so if you can if you can have fun with it and you can and you can make it a part of your your life and and your habits then that can lead i think anyway to, to real significant change and tell us how does the app work so you join the new community, so you can mm-hmm. download the app on Apple or Android, NUW, and then you upload items from your own wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And for each item that you upload, you get a token. And then your item goes live on the platform, and you can use that token in essentially the swap shop. So when you enter the app, you're able to browse 
the home feed like you would on ASOS or mm-hmm. on Depop and you find something you like and then you spend your tokens. So you don't need to directly swap with someone. If you take something from me, I don't need to take something from you. I can just use my token. And then the only cost is that you just cover the delivery of the item that you that you take from the platform. And we also have um, a partnership with Parcel Motel, which is a locker system in Ireland, Mm -hmm. which is great. Um, And that's actually a lower impact way of delivering items because they drop it from locker to locker rather than from house to house. So it just means that the kind of environmental impact of that last mile delivery that often happens on straight to door delivery um, isn't there. So that's that's been something we've been really excited about. so yeah, it's just it's just a way of, of kind of very easily um, uploading the pieces that you're happy to part with, and mm-hmm. then and then finding pieces that you'd you'd like to keep yourself. I love that because then when you're done with it, you can always then put it back on. I'm assuming and then swap. Oh it yeah, back. I love. <laughs> I've that. done it many times. I love that because there is things like there's things in your wardrobe that you loved at the time, but you're like, I'm never going to use that again. Yeah, and kind and of I worn think- it. <laughs> Swapping as well was quite funny. Is you'll start with the pieces that you're like, yes, I actually definitely am not going to wear that again. Yeah. And then you start finding these new these new pieces and getting them, and you start looking at the ones that are sitting in your wardrobe, and you haven't touched them in five years. Yeah. And it just makes you notice a little bit more that actually, you know, that piece of clothing, it's not having a life. Yeah, it's um, sitting there collecting dust. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and and you kind of start to hear more about the stories of the pieces that are being shared and the people who take those pieces and kind of give them give them a new chapter of their life and oh, I, I think it that. makes you more excited to give away your pieces as well because you know it's going to someone who's going to really care for that piece and you yeah. know that it's going to keep in the community and I think that's quite important as well because as we do hoard our items of clothing mm-hmm. they eventually will go out of trend over time and that's just the way that they can end up in landfill you know yet again so yeah. So we just need yeah. to think about it in a broader respect and get involved and have some fun, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a very nice way to learn about the life cycle of clothing. Yeah. So how can <laughs> people... If you don't want to read a book. <laughs> how... Well, this is it. Exactly. How can people find you guys and find out more about you? So all of our social media handles are at we are new and new is N-U-W. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can drop us an email and the website is thenewwardrobe.com and the app is new N-U-W as well. Um, so if you'd like to reach out, we also love to do swap shop partnerships with oh, cool. um, businesses, um, with colleges. Um, we're doing a, a Trinity swap shop with the, the universities for their Green Week. So things like this are an amazing way to kind of connect, reconnect the community in a sustainable way, especially during lockdown when people aren't seeing each other. Yeah, so we're always idea. happy to, to hear um, just, uh, just anyone who'd like to get in touch. And also I'll just say too that we did a collaboration with the Dublin Climbing Community, which has been wonderful over lockdown as well. So we just would like to say a big thank you to them. So we were able to um, purchase a lot of the pieces from the Dublin Climbing Community store and they're also available to swap on the platform as well. So it's really great that, you know, those pieces of clothing that may not get a life during lockdown and because some of the stores are closed are actually available on new and people can swap them. Oh, amazing. So there's lots up there for people to browse through. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Amazing. Ashling, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for you for having me. Not at all. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. FM World Four Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.